Hayem yem heodar aleph. Blishum tzel sofek usfeksfeke. It is beyond the slightest shadow of a doubt. Bechol mokem midrach kafragleinu. At every place where our feet tread, hakalhu lezakos ulataher esharetz. It is all for the purpose of cleansing and purifying the earth. With the letters of Teda and Tfila and Davning. And we all the Jewish people are messengers of the compassionate God Almighty. Each individual, as was this decreed upon him by divine providence, he is not free from this holy task that was placed upon our shoulders. Now this comes from a letter the Friedrich Rebbe wrote to refugees after the war, and they were resettled, and they wrote to the Rebbe about the condition of Yiddishkeit in their city. So the Rebbe writes that every Jew who has a bit of faith, understands that he came to a place it is for a spiritual purpose. And this is the sole spiritual purpose for which the soul of this person came down to this physical world to refine it through study of Torah, through davening and keeping mitzvahs and good character traits. The neshama came from the highest places. It's a part of God. It's in the lofty worlds, in the high spiritual worlds, and it was sent down into a physical world, which is completely new and foreign to the neshama. And the reason is because there is a purpose for this neshama, what to accomplish in this world, which is to refine the coarseness of this physical world through Teda. So when you come to a place, you know that for hundreds of years, the world was waiting for you to come in that particular place and to correct it and to refine it. So therefore, when we come to a place, we, the refugees, know that we were sent there to purify that particular place. And this is the mission. We are messengers from the Ebeshter and divine providence decreed upon us that we have to go there and we cannot free ourselves from this holy task. So therefore, the Rebbe says, I wonder and I'm disturbed that in your city there were only three children learning in a cheder. I am sure that you can expand the cheder to include a lot more children. They should learn Tehidah. And with the proper effort, I'm sure you will report to me that things are being improved. And then the Rebbe explains by mentioning this whole idea of uh, divine providence. When you come to a place, we learn it from a story that the, we heard all the way back through the Alter Rebbe from the students of the Balshemtev of a story that the Friedrich Rebbe writes in the Kuti Diburi, that the Balshemtev sent a messenger to a student 
Reb Chaim Rappaport, one of the great scholars and the great geniuses at that time, he sent them a message to the city of Lvov, and he told them that on a specific day, on Wednesday, in the month of Tammuz, it was in the year Tov Kuf Yutes in 1759, he should travel out of the city a distance of eight parsois, which is approximately um, 8,000 meters, and there he should go and spend the afternoon study Rambam, the first four chapters of the uh, halachas of Broches in Rambam, and he should sit there and delve into it, and whatever he will accomplish, Chidushim, he will come up with new ideas in this data he should record, so he shouldn't forget it. And also, he should take along with him a cup of water in case when he's thirsty, he should drink water from one of the springs that he will find in that place. Reb Chaim Rappaport went, and on that morning, all of a sudden, it was the middle of the summer, but the uh, sky was overcast, and the clouds gathered together, and there were terrible storms, thunder, and lightning. It was frightening. The trip was a miserable trip. The horses were afraid to go. But Reb Chaim insisted, and he pushed, and he pushed, like the Baal told him, that nothing should stop him from doing this. So he went, till finally he made it to that place. And there, as the Bashem Tev told him, he said, you will see me, you will know this is the place. And he saw the Bashem Tev, and he stopped there, and he sat down to learn. And he started learning the Rambam for four hours, and he accomplished a lot. And towards the end, he was thirsty, he took a cup of water and went to the spring, and he made a broche. And then he washed his hands for Mincha, and he davened Mincha there. Uh, two months later, in the month of Elul, Reb Chaim came to the Baal Shem Tev, and he thanked him for this mission. He says, since I went there, my eyes and my mind opened up, and my study of Teda has broadened in the most unbelievable ways. I'm sure that there was a special holy soul there that gave me this new energy. So the Bashemta responded by telling the story what happened there. There was a student of the Maharal Miprag. He was a very wealthy man and a great scholar and a genius in Teda. However, he did not relate to the spiritual teachings of the Maharal Miprag. He rejected all the spirituality. He made light of it. And the Maharal was very upset, but he could not change his mind. This individual, his name was Reb Shmuel Tzodik, he also raised children the same way. They studied a lot of Teda, and they were wealthy, and one of them was Moshe, and this Moshe was so successful, and he was so such a great scholar, but he also made light of spirituality like his father which caused him to slowly but surely he left Yiddishkeit and he became completely secular. 
he stopped keeping mitzvahs, he transgressed every possible transgression, every Aveda possible. And he moved away from the city, he bought himself an estate, and he was living there like a goy. He would party at night, and he would sit all day and study Tater. One of his biggest pleasures was, if a Jewish scholar, a Talmud Chochem, came through his area, he would invite him, and we would sit and talk Tater with him, but he would tell him, do not eat anything in my house, because my house is treif. And this is how he lived his life, to a very ripe old age. When he died, he came up on high in front of the heavenly court, and there was a big problem, because on the one hand, he studied a lot of Tera. On the other hand, he transgressed everything in the Tera. So they decreed 117 years that his soul had to wander. And this year, in Tovkuf Yutes, came the time that the 117 years were over. And I, the Vashemtev said, wanted to elevate all the state and to bring peace to this soul. Therefore, I sent Reb Chaim to go to that place, and he should study Teda, and there he will make a broche on water, and Davn Mincha. And in that way, he elevated the entire Teda, and he also brought peace to this Neshama. But then the Balsamtev says there was another thing that was accomplished there. It is known that when Hashem created the world on the second day, he separated the waters, the upper waters and the lower waters. The upper waters are close to Hashem. The lower waters are in the physical world. So the Zayar says that the lower waters are crying to Hashem. We also want to be close to you. Why are we not fortunate enough to be close to you? And for that, the Ebeshtem made that every time a Jew comes to a place and he drinks from the water and he makes a bracha, he elevates that water and brings it close to Hashem. In that estate, there was a spring that is crying for thousands of years. And the Rebbe says it was 5,519 years. He is crying. He wants to be close to Hashem. And the Reb Chaim, when he came there and he made a brach on that water, he elevated that water and brought it back closer to Hashem. And from this we learn that divine providence takes a person to a place. So it's for the person to fulfill a mission. He fulfills his mission in life. And also he helps other parts of creation to be elevated. And every soul never knows where is its purpose and uh, what it has to accomplish. But by divine providence, you are led to this place and you have to make sure to be able to fulfill your mission.